As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, a board game man, and Happy New Year. This is the news for Monday, January 6th, 2020. Now, Renegade Games announced a new expansion for Architects of the West Kingdom. It will be Age of Artisans. It'll be due out in March. It'll be about $20 to $25. What it's going to add is an extra player, and it's going to add some new crafting cards, dual-layered guild hall board. Uh, so I guess so the, the pieces don't move around a little more. It's a little bit of a problem in base game, but not too bad. But this will have a little more of a dual layer, so they'll kind of notch right in there. Uh, two new player boards, which I guess you'll have some more for the uh, the player powers and such, and a bunch of new apprentices and buildings. Again, this will be out in March. One to six players for this game now. Plays in about an hour, a little over an hour. It's a it's a pretty medium weight Euro. Good game, Architects of the West Kingdom. That'll be Architects of the West Kingdom, Age of Artisans. Watsi has announced a production error for a box, uh, the buy a box promo for the Theros Beyond Death set for Magic the Gathering. Now, Wizards of the Coast said that there's a couple of cards in the promo that were supposed to be foils and that they reportedly were not produced that way. Now, this is, I believe this is when you buy a whole box of the, uh, of, of the expansion of the boosters. When you buy a whole box, you get a promo that is inside. Now, they're going to be sending the friendly local game stores replacement ones that should be there mid January. So if you're in a box of these boosters uh, or, uh, you know, the little packs, make sure you check with your local game stores about getting the foils for that box. Again, there's going to be the uh, box promo, the buy a box promo set in the Beyond Theros booster set will not be in there. So just talk to your friend of the game store if you are one that does buy a lot of those type boxes. Upper Deck will be going all Spidey in the first half of the year with respect to their Versus system expansion releases. Now, the Versus system originally released way back in 2004, uh, but it had more of a CCG-type feel to it. Uh, it was remade to much more of a kind of a more user-friendly system in the Versus system, the Marvel Battles. That was uh, about 2015 is when that one came out. Uh, it's more of an LCG type where each of the box has all of the cards you need for that little set. Now, they had the base set and they have a lot of little expansion sets. You get the sets for about $15 and they usually have about two decks in them or just a lot of themed cards for those type decks. Now each game uh, you use about 60 card deck and it's a one-on-one -on -one game. Now it's a more bit more of a streamlined of the original versus system and so it's basically a two-player battle card game uh, and it's not very hard to get into. Now speaking of which a uh, quick aside here this might be one of the years of the two-player battle system because looking at some of the news there is a ton of two-player battle games that are set to come out this year 
this year. I'm sure in the coming months, uh, in the different Munchkin minutes, I'll have a ton of information on a lot of those. But I've seen a lot of these two-player battle systems. I guess it makes sense because people are starting to get into the shorter games and they want to be quicker, less than an hour. Uh, if they're not really the large Euro players, uh, so they want to get into the quicker games and those two-player battle ones are a little bit easier rather than just trick takers and things like that. Anyway, back to this year with the Versus system. As I said, it's going to be more of the Spidey half year. You've got the Friendly Neighborhood set, Spidey Foes, and Webheads. Now, the first release is going to be Friendly Neighborhood, which is going to be out in February of this year. It features Spider-Man and Mysterio. Uh, it's going to be more of, a, I believe it's going to be kind of more set in the cinematic universe type uh, deal. The second release is going to be Spidey Foes. That'll be in March. I think it'll have a bunch more of the Sinister Six with things like a Hobgoblin and Shocker and such. And in April, There'll be webheads that'll be feature such uh, heroes like Superior Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy. Each set comes with about 55 cards and a rule set. And I believe each one of these sets can be played right out of the box. Obviously, you'll you'll probably want a little bit more to combine them with a lot of the cards you already have to make it a little better, but you can just grab a set and go. In this game, it plays in about 30 minutes, uh, and usually each one of these boxes are about $15. A game by Simon, Cool Mini or Not, which I loved last year, was Foodies. It's a really good eye roll and everyone gets stuff type game. And it's a really good family game. I've played this with my family uh, and my daughter a lot. Uh, when Simon does uh, is occasionally they put out these scenarios for the game. They're basically cards and some rule set that you can download uh, free from their site. Now, it's not usually something uh, that comes out from the main deck because obviously you're going to be cutting out pieces of paper and, and using them. But they're going to be more of a, a random and another in another stack or kind of all randomized all available cards that you can buy yours once time per game. So now obviously depending on a player count is which ones will be go out there, but these will be cards that you can use on your board. Now they put out a holiday scenario set out for foodies for free and I'll put the little link in there. So if you want to download it and use it yourself, I'll put the link in the show notes here. Uh, again, you'll download these files or kind of print and play. Uh, it's a pretty cool way to expand the, uh, you know, some of your gameplay. The game already comes with, I believe it's 10 nations that you use the cards there. So this this kind of helps and you only use about five of them per game. So this is another cool way to keep some of the replayability up for that game. Again, that is Foodies. I believe that one's about $25 from CMON. Really good game, but it's really cool that, uh, you know, publishers do some stuff like this every now and then. Now, Board and Dice teased Tech, I think it's a Tech New, the Obelisk of the Sun. This is due out around Gen Con this year. This is designed by Danielle Tashini and David Tertzi. It's a one to four player dice drafting Euro game, and it plays in about one to two hours. Now, uh, Danielle Tashini, he's uh, designed uh, things like Teotihuacan uh, and uh, Trismegistus, which came out last year. Uh, and this is uh, Voyages of Marco Polo. Sorry, that's another dice placement type game. So also, and David Tertzi also has has designed uh, some games like Dice Settlers. So these are our designers that are really good about using dice in other unique ways in kind of a larger Euro setting and two designers that I really do like. And speaking of uh, Teotihuacan that I mentioned a second ago, there's a new expansion coming out in March, uh, Teotihuacan Shadow of Exitle or X-I-T-L-E, whatever, Zytle. Uh, which contains 10, to, 10 new technologies and 10 new starting tiles to provide more uh, variety from the first turn and throughout the game, as they say in their uh, their listing of the game. Anyway, that's Teotihuacan expansion. But back to Tech New. This is, again, draft dice drafting, uh, and you'll have different colors of dice that will do different things and also different sections that you'll draft them. There'll be an obelisk, and it'll be different areas which will have different shadows or either a light or shadow, depending on time part of the uh, time of the game. And when you draft them and what colors you draft them and where you draft them from 
will actually determine what they do in a game. Man, these again, these are great designers that are, are really good at using dice in really cool ways. And also, what's really interesting about this game is uh, they've got a really cool multiple round system. They'll have uh, a couple of rounds will be a rotation. After a couple of rotations, there'll be another phase. And after two of those mat phases, there'll be a scoring. And then after two scorings, that's a game. Now, I hope they've got a, a good way of representing that on the board, because that does sound, even to me, a little bit confusing. But again, you're going to be using dice drafting, which is something that I absolutely love. So again, one to four players, and it's going to be about an hour to two hours. Uh, no real figuring out what the price is going to be, but I'm figuring this is going to be about a 40 or $50 game there. And that is uh, Tech New Obelisks of the Sun that'll be out probably around Gen Con of this year. Hey, let's move on over to Kickstarter. Again, this is a slow time for Kickstarters. But I'm going to start, it's going to start picking up real shortly. Uh, this is also usually right around Chinese New Year when a lot of the production starts slowing down. So people start looking to other ways. Uh, you know, this is kind of after the holidays. It's a little slow. But then right around then, since there's not as much production going on, you'll start seeing people put up their Kickstarter so they can kind of ki hit that sweet spot towards, uh, you know, kind of the middle to the three quarters of the year when it goes into production. So now this is going to be a year, a time when the next month or so where you will see a whole bunch of Kickstarters coming out. For instance, Renegade Game Studios has kind of announced that there's a Kickstarter coming up next week. I believe it's January 7th is what they said in the email. Warp's Edge. This is designed by Scott Alms, who's an amazing designer, puts out a lot of great games. Uh, the art is going to be by Tyler Johnson. It's a solo game, kind of a sci-fi kind of space solar game. Now, this says uh, from their email, you are Taylor Mind, rookie pilot of the Forces Outer Rim. After a crucial battle, you are stranded far away from your fleet, lost and alone. With resources running low, you jump through warp gate after warp gate, hoping to find the right combination home. But home is not what you find. The warp takes you further out into the galaxy than the force has ever gone. You are deep beyond enemy lines and find yourself at the edge of a black hole and on the doorsteps of the enemy's mighty mother ship. Uh, I think this is pretty cool because it's a, you know, basically a solo game. So this is something to be check out. I'll probably have a little more information about this one because the Kickstarter should still be going on. They usually do about three or four week Kickstarters. So by the time uh, the next Munchkin Minute comes out, I'll probably have a little more information and a bit of a link for you as well. Another Kickstarter that has been teased, Simon teased on Twitter, a game called Marvel United. It'll be coming as soon to Kickstarter, so they say. I mean, I'm not sure exactly when they even put a date, but it looks like a Marvel game set in that Arcadia or Starcadia Quest system. Arcadia Quest, uh, you know, that right there, if it's a kind of a Marvel skinning of it, that has me quite a bit excited. Now, Arcadia Quest, it's a campaign-based skirmish or kind of dungeon crawl game where you control a four-person party and you do quests or uh, complete objectives to win this scenario. You'll get abilities and gear as you do go on, and you will play multiple scenarios in a sitting, and then you can pack it up and go on another day, and you can start from scratch, or you can continue on the scenarios. Now, there's a bunch of scenarios that you can play in that, and you can kind of go whichever way you want, uh, and you can play them uh, whichever way you want to be. But uh, didn't say a whole lot of actually what the game is. I'm just kind of using that. You know, when I saw the picture of their tweet, Looking at the minis, they kind of have this chibi look to them. So looking at that and looking what what the box looks like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm just kind of giving a best guess that it will be kind of right out of that Arcadia or Starcadia Quest type system. So I guess we'll see once that Kickstarter comes out. And of course, I will talk about that once it comes out because it's something that uh, I'm really interested in to see how you can do that and have a lot of different items, different quests 
with that kind of Marvel sheen on it. No real digital board game news of note, but this is going to be a huge year for digital board games. There's been a lot of games that were announced to be released, and some of these games that I believe will hit the hit the shelves or hit the digital shelves this year. Five Tribes, Spirit Island, Wingspan, Charterstone, Roll for the Galaxy, all just to name a few. They should be out before the end of this year and hopefully real soon because those are all great games and I like each one of those and I can't wait to play them out on digital as well. Thanks for joining me today. If you see any news that you think I'd like to feature, shoot me a message at GeekJockBlog on Twitter. Also, please check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. As always, I am Dan Dan, the board game man, and I'll see everyone in two weeks for another Munchkin Minute. Major Spoilers Podcast, copyright 2009. Major Spoilers Podcast, copyright 2010. Major Spoilers is copyright 2011. Major Spoilers is copyright 2012. Major Spoilers is copyright 2013. Major Spoilers is copyright 2014. This podcast is copyright 2015 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast is copyright 2017 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast is copyright 2018 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast is copyright 2019 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.